Hey everybody, welcome to the Full Frame uh, Podcast. Could you just oh. uh, just uh, take, stop and take it from the top one more time. Okay, okay, you ready? Ryan, Taylor, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very uh, thank much for having us. So um, we're here to talk about Mount Skylight and let's to kick it off ryan can it was a short film originally that we you guys are now turning into a feature so can you give us a little description of what the short was and when you filmed it and how it came about absolutely well first off Zach, thank you for having us on it's always nice talking to a fellow um, previous student of dave ruby which is always exciting he was our film academy teacher and that was probably the most beneficial class in the history of or in my career so far. Yes. So Mount Skylight came from my um, from our co-writer Tristan Schuler. Um, Taylor and I just finished up a film I directed called Swipe, and we were getting into festivals. We were having a really good time with it. And Tristan, who was our composer, asked me if I would give a look at a, um, a note he had on his iPhone about a story about a group of hikers who discover everyone in their town has disappeared. And Tristan's an avid hiker, and he always said he was inspired by the idea of that you're cut off from civilization for so long, and when you return to town, um, you always, and when you're on the hike, you're always wondering what people's reactions, they're going to ask you how your trip was, so how it would feel if when you get back, everyone's gone. So quickly from that, when we started developing the short film, we came up with the idea of this being a metaphor for how um, it would feel as someone who has struggled with addiction, um, many people in our lives have had that issue. Um, to be returning from a rehabilitation center, returning from being cut off from society, and just feeling how everyone around you is kind of abandons you or neglects you. We wanted to show with this film, this thriller, how you can make that work. So with the short film, we were selected for two film festivals. We are very proud of what we had. We developed it for two years in pre-production and then we shot it in two days and it's a film we are very proud of everyone we have an amazing team and what ended up happening was when we decided we were going to make this a feature i was really excited about coming on but i didn't also want to direct it because i like to um you know share share the project with everybody and taylor here was in a um we have done two films recently where he directed and he just knocked me, blew me away with his professionalism, with his work ethic, with his talent. So to have, and, and also Taylor began on the short film as first assistant camera, but he put such passion and such um, hard work into it that I knew immediately that this was the guy who I was going to have direct my feature film. Gotcha. Um, so with the short, when and where did you guys film it? So the short film, was shot mainly in Standardsville, Virginia. Now in Standardsville, we actually got the Greene County Sheriff's Department to shut down part of the town for us so that we could um, make it look like everyone had disappeared. We flew the we flew our drone over it to make it look like it was completely deserted. Um, in addition, we are, um, our co-producer, uh, Kestrel Cito, who um, unfortunately recently actually passed away um, her mom was incredibly gracious to us and let us shoot in her um, a lot of about all the second half in her house in uh, in, in Warrington, Virginia. Mm. Okay. And when was that? When did you guys shoot the short? Oh, sorry. Um, we shot that in June of 2018. Gotcha. Okay. And it, has the short been doing the festival run? 
It has. So we so far we've been selected for the Apex Short Film Festival in Tucson, and we were selected for the Draft Film Festival in New Hampshire. And both were met with great reviews. People were very happy with it. We also had a premiere in uh, last last November, so a little over a year ago, and actually sold out the premiere. So we've had really um, we've developed a good following. People have been a big fan of it. We're really happy with what we've achieved. Very cool. And is, is the short going to continue on to, as you're ramping up for the feature, is the short going to continue on through festivals throughout the year and whatnot? Yeah, we're not going to release it online until we've, hit, we've received notifications from all of our festivals. Because as I'm sure you know, festivals don't like when you release a film online, because why would anyone pay to go see the movie when you yeah. put it for free online? So that's kind of where we're at. Um, but... We definitely, once we get out of the festival run, we're going to be releasing it online and we're excited to see what people who haven't seen it yet, what they think of it. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, Taylor, I'm going to move over to you and ask, how did you get into filmmaking and how did you come to meet Ryan and be on, uh, you know, be on the set of the short film and then this feature? Man, how did I come on to filmmaking? Um, Probably like a different path than... I guess most people that I've met have, I never, um, I don't know. You have some really talented people like Ryan who, you know, it's something that Ryan knew this is what he wanted to do in high school. Um, and me in high school, my only interest was, uh, sports and in college, that's what I did. And, uh, it wasn't until, I don't know, I guess later in college, I, uh, was studying marketing and with the hopes of, you know, doing, getting into advertising, things like that, because, I had somewhat of an interest, you know, being behind the camera. And after taking a bunch of marketing classes and, you know, you have to take, uh, let's see, you know, accounting and economics. Right. And I was like, oh, I don't really think this is, you know, what I'm really wanting to get into. I want to be on the more creative side of things. Uh, so then I found that they actually have a media arts and design major at JMU. Uh, so then I switched over to that and fell in love with being behind the camera. And uh, I met Ryan and uh, freshman freshman class uh smad 101 which is the school of media arts and design it was kind of you know the 101 course and he and i were sitting next to each other and you know i talked to him about some of uh just kind of the fun projects i've made with some friends and he shared with me what he was working on and more seriously and i was like yeah this guy seems like he knows what he's doing i'm gonna i'm gonna be friends with him and uh we linked up and uh i helped him out i think i was helping out with audio for uh i think it was jeremy sin was a really old uh, his one of his very first short films we helped him out with audio. Yeah, I uh, helped him with audio in that, and uh, helped shoot a couple scenes in uh, Swipe. But I was actually working on uh, when Swipe came around. I had to stop helping because I was working on a uh, mockumentary at that time. But yeah, that's pretty much how uh, we started uh, working together. So and, and and that mockumentary is called Bottle Service, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> Check it out. It's online. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I might be biased, but I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> so, Ryan, how did you get into filmmaking? So, I've been into filmmaking for as long as I can remember. The story I always tell was when I was four years old, um, my dad got his first digital video camera. And I was convinced that if I held the camera in the right way um, at my Rugrats toys, it would actually look like the cartoon. So, we still have uh, digitized our, my old home video from when I was four years old and me holding the camera. For the longest time, I wanted to be an actor, but mainly because that's the only thing I kind of knew about storytelling and filmmaking was mm -hmm. that 
you know, when you're seven years old, all you know is the acting. But I always knew from a young age that I wanted to be the one to tell the stories. I always knew that I wanted not to necessarily be behind the camera, but the one coming up with the stories, exactly what's going to happen. So from the youngest age, I started reading biographies of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, quickly grew to um, in high school to be told that, you know, by film stuff that Spielberg isn't that great. I still disagree with them on that. But there are greats that you start to learn, like Kubrick and and Paul Thomas Anderson and people that – when I, when I started out getting really serious about it in high school, I kind of sat back for a few years after making a few mediocre short films and just watched probably 500 movies mm-hmm. and really kind of developed a sense of exactly um, – really a sense of exactly how to tell a good story through cinema. So by the time Taylor and I met – um, I actually, when he and I started becoming friends, I'd actually taken a leave of absence from James Madison University and really taken some time to really hone my craft. And since then, I've directed and produced um, quite a few films that I'm very proud of. And it's something I'm definitely intending uh, to continue. And I'm really excited to continue this with uh, Mount Skylight as a feature. So um, talking about the feature, where in pre-production wise or getting the film together, where are you guys right now? So right now, um, we are starting a grassroots movement to make um, to make this thing 100% Virginia, Virginia cast, crew, locations, and gear. Um, we're beginning our fundraising. First off, we received a grant from the Magic Lantern Theater in Winchester, Virginia, to get, get it off the ground with pre-production. In regard to pre-production, we are currently revising the script. Um, we have it at a place we're really happy with. We're just finalizing a few touches on it. And um, basically, we we knew what we were happy with, with the short film versus mm-hmm. we're really happy with the cinematography. Our actors are fantastic. We ha- we're happy with our themes and our plot. We did one thing that we we're really trying to focus on with this film and Taylor can um, attest to this as well is our character development mm-hmm. and exactly how we're going to keep the characters the way we have them now, but really expand upon the biographies that we weren't quite able to get to in the short film. And we're really excited to get that going. But for right now, we're just starting our grassroots movement. We're holding a fundraiser in each of the 38 independent cities of this state. And we've our, um, our fourth one will be tomorrow in Hampton, Virginia, at the Coastal, Coastal Virginia Cider Festival. But right now, in addition to starting um, our campaign, we're also finalizing the script. Yeah, so I noticed that the uh, a lot of the events that you guys are holding in the various cities, there are a lot of breweries, uh, which I thought was a really interesting, fascinating kind of way to go about it because it's an incredibly popular thing to do in Virginia. Is um, Are you guys showing the short for everybody at those events? We're intending to. It all depends on the capabilities of each location. Mm-hmm. For instance, the Cider Festival tomorrow, um, it's a 600-plus person event, and they wanted to show the short film. They And that actually wasn't even my idea. They, they came up to me and like, we'd like to show it for the audience. And then they actually looked more into the capabilities of that and realized that there was no freaking way that that was going to be possible. So we def- this is definitely something we want to do. Um, you show the short film and screen it. It's actually not the first time we would have done that. The draft film festival in uh, New Hampshire that we got into for this one, I've had two other films at. They screen the films in breweries and pair a beer with each of the short films that they screen. It's pretty awesome. That's- and um, for our film, for a thesis film that I made uh, through JMU called Sharp Dressed Men, we screened it at JMU in Harrisonburg. And then we had another screening at Old Ox Brewery in Ashburn because they have a big screen and it was perfect. Gotcha. Definitely talking to the locations. 
about whether or not we'll be able to do that. But um, I'm definitely open to the possibility because that would be a lot of fun. How has it been coordinating with those types of venues? Has it been really difficult? Has it been pretty easy? Have been have people been pretty supportive? Let me put it this way. It's been easier than I expected. Okay. In the past, it all depends. It's a lot easier in smaller Virginia towns. Mm-hmm. And and not necessarily smaller, but you know, Charlottesville, you know, if you, and, and, and it extends more than just the events. You go to any business in Northern Virginia, um, not any business, but a lot of them. If, and you ask them for a favor, you ask them for food or you ask them for an event, understandably, because they're a metropolitan area, the, 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 the answer is, well, what, you know, how does this benefit both of us? But if you go to a, a, a fundraiser in Charlottesville or somewhere to ask for a donation of food, they're really happy to help with local films. Now, that's nothing against Northern Virginia. They probably get a thousand of those every month. Right. It's, it's really nice being able to talk to people for these films that are so excited to help you out. For instance, when we went to the um, Green County Sheriff's Department for the short film, you know, it, it, it would be borderline impossible to do that in anywhere in Richmond or in Charlottesville or in uh, Northern Virginia or in Fairfax. Um, when I went to the Green County Sheriff's Department, I literally just said to the lieutenant sheriff, hey, man, can I shut down a few of your streets and make them look desert? And he was like, oh, my gosh, yes. I want. We've never shot a movie here before. That would be so cool. And it was a piece of cake, did not – incredibly affordable. Um, so it is really exciting going around to these different Virginia cities and listening to what people are willing to – what they want to see from their towns and how they want to be involved. So far, we've been to um, Charlottesville – Radford and Richmond and all the events went great because people are so excited for a film to be featured in their state like this. That's awesome. That's really cool. I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited. Taylor, uh, to flip over to some creative questions. Is this your first feature film? Yes, this will be my first feature film. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a challenge. Don't get me wrong, but I'm really excited to, you know, take on this challenge head on. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to embrace the challenges. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be days while we're shooting that, you know, things don't go as planned as always. That's just the nature of how things work. Um, but most importantly, just going in with the right mindset. I'm honestly just looking forward to it. And the thing about it is, I think what comes with our experience, um, because while we've never done a feature, we have done quite a few short films, and we have also worked a lot in the professional world as well. So like Taylor said, things will go wrong, but the important thing about having our experience and talking to consultants about this is preparing for when those things go wrong and having a solution to them. You know, when we shot the short film, we had three days to shoot it. Our first day got rained out. Yeah, it just it rained the entire like it just rained all day. <laughs> so we and, uh, and then and then when we went to go, yeah, we went to go film at another location. Sorry to interrupt. I'm just laughing because I remember we went the next morning. We go to pack up and we go to film at another location, and the street it had rained so much that the street actually caved in on one side, and it was just like a giant sinkhole that pretty much formed. And we're like, well, (laughs) so we just kind of had to take everything out, walk around it. And um, yeah, but, you know, I mean, when you when you put together a cast and crew that has worked together on, I mean, when I think of, you know, not even just myself and Ryan, but Ian, our DP and even some of the actors and actresses. I mean, we've all worked together. This will be like our fourth or fifth, maybe even sixth project for some of us together. 
Um, so as a team, we, we, we gel together. We know how to respond to, you know, different situations. And everybody overall is extremely positive and very easy to work with and adaptable to different situations. Um, I guess that's probably why I'm not so nervous because I know what I'm going into with the people that I have and they know I'm going to have their back and I know that they'll have my back. So, um, what was the biggest challenge converting the short into a feature script? I would say the uh, most difficult part is, you know, when you're making a short film, you know, at most you're looking at, you know, 15 minutes and that's a long short film. Uh, right. You're probably more like in the 10 minute range and you kind of really only have enough time for to get, you know, one idea across. Mm -hmm. You don't have time to develop characters and, uh, go into a lot of backstory and expand on those stories, et cetera. Uh, but then when you take that 10 minutes and now try and turn it into 90 minutes or a hundred minutes, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot more filler, but it can't be, you can't just, I say filler, but it can't be filler of just to like have length in the movie. You know, everything has to have substance. Every, piece of dialogue every change of location needs to have a why why are they doing this you need to have reasons to back it up and it still be interesting to the audience uh so i think coming up with meaningful dialogue and situations that you know logically move our characters through the story uh is definitely probably the toughest challenge was the um is it the same cast from the short moving into the feature uh yes it is gotcha and is the crew the same as well? Um, for the most part, yes. Uh, we're you know we're gonna try our best to keep everybody around that we can. Obviously, since it's a feature, we're gonna have a bigger crew. Yeah. Uh, so there's gonna be a lot of new additions. But as far as keeping on the crew that we had before, we're definitely trying to hold on to them as well. How big was the crew on the short film? I would say. I don't know, Ryan. Twenty. Yeah, it was it was around twenty to twenty five people. Um, yeah. we had, <laughs> I could list off each role, but, um, that would take a little bit. Um, you know, we yeah. had two assistant directors, two assistant cameras. Taylor was one of the assistant cameras. That was a really good thing about the short film. And that's one of the things that made it really efficient is that mm -hmm. we had not only committed team members, but people who were just ready to go. So, you know, we'd get to the scene at 6am by 6:30, we would have the scene set up and ready to go. Now that meant a lot of people were sitting around a lot, but anyone who's, been on a professional film site can tell you that's how it works. <laughs> so we had such a well-oiled machine and for us to be, have the um, opportunity to bring that back for the feature film, I am extremely confident and excited um, for the amount of people and the, the, the quality of the work that we're going to have on this. Is most of the cast and crew affiliated with JMU? Yeah, I believe so. Um, let's see there. Uh, I think every single one of them is from JMU, right, Ryan? Yeah. Um, around well, okay, not the not the crew cast. Yes, like uh, I think every single one of the cast members is from JMU. Not all I of them. Believe. Not all of them were always theater majors, but they were all coincidentally yeah. graduates of JMU. Um, our new uh, associate producer is named Jake Vanaman. He's uh, he's actually a media studies major at U University of Virginia, um, and he's he's running our social media. We have a few crew crew members who are coming from. Um, different yeah. locations, but for right now, it's mainly a JMU project, um, not through the our, uh, JMU crew. 
Yeah, our, our uh, drone pilot was actually in high school at the time we shot it. Oh. <laughs> with all those drone shots. W- when is the hope to start filming, or is that kind of TBD until... We're projecting our um, our funds to be raised and our shoot to be going by Oct- next October, so October of 2020, and have the film complete and ready for distribution and festivals by October 2021. It's a good yeah. amount of time. We're being practical, but also optimistic. <laughs> gotcha. Is the, um, you know, you talk a lot about it being a 100% Virginia film. Is the idea once it's done to kind of start in Virginia showcasing it and then kind of expanding it? Absolutely. So um, we're hoping to show it at college campuses. We're hoping that people will get involved. People will be interested in it. But here's the thing is, while I want to make this for a film for the people of Virginia, if we just share it around our own state, People are, everyone here knows how great Virginia is. Everyone here knows it's a beautiful state. Everyone here knows the capabilities of it. So once we showed around Virginia, we're definitely looking to get distribution and expand it nationwide and hopefully internationally. Because if we do that, we can drive so much film production to the state. Now there is some going on right now, but what you'll notice about most of these films that are shot in Virginia right now is they're virtually all period pieces, which Mm -hmm. is, Great. I love. I, there are a lot of period pieces from Virginia. I love Lincoln for being a good example, but I think we have so many more capabilities here in regard to storytelling. So I think that we have the opportunity here. We had it with the short, and I think we did a good job. But we have the opportunity further with the feature to showcase just how amazing of a location Virginia can be. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Is, is Virginia filmmaking a big um, goal for you, Ryan? Absolutely. I, my my end all be all goal is to make. Virginia in Richmond and uh, specifically uh, the next film production hub, such as Atlanta, such as Austin, such as um, Vancouver. I want to make Richmond the next hub. Well, then you're going to have to come on the podcast a whole lot more because that is also my goal. Um, So uh, Ryan Taylor, are you guys in the Richmond area? Ryan is. I'm in uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay. All right, cool. Not that far away. So Taylor, let's, Jump back at creatively. How are you expanding on the themes of the short um, with addiction and everything that Ryan talked about earlier? What has uh, you know story wise? How does the the storyline connect with the themes that you guys want to talk, talk about? Well, without giving uh, too much away, so I'll try and I'll try my best to answer your question without giving. Uh, you know, plot points away. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things obviously we want to focus on is character driven. Uh, you know, a lot of things that they teach you and when you're in film school or whether you're like myself who just kind of garnered an interest in it naturally and was just watching stuff online on YouTube. Um, you know, one of the things they teach you is that, you know, camera, you know, audio is not the most important. Camera is not the most important. It's your story. Story is the mm-hmm. most important thing. Uh, Ryan and I kind of, you know, we agree to a certain point, but at the same time, we believe that the characters are actually the most important aspect uh, of telling a story. I mean, characters are who we relate to. Um, you can have a great story, but if the audience doesn't have someone to latch on to, someone that they love, uh, someone that they care about, and at the same time, someone they just absolutely despise, uh, and then, you know, showing growth of characters over time, you know, like uh, Breaking Bad is a great example of character development, watching Walter White turn into Heisenberg over the course of all the seasons and how he changes and how, it, you know, how his personality, 
you know, kind of disrupts his family life. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of something I've done is write little background biographies of all the different characters and send them out to the actors. Um, and I told them that, you know, this bi uh, biography, biographical information, it's not necessarily going to be in the movie itself. The audience may not even know about some of the details that are in here, but this is just for you to more of understand, you know, put yourself in the shoes of these characters, understand where you came from, you know, who you're, you know, what you did as a child, if you had a brother, what your brother did, how your parents were like, um, your home life, basically kind of just provide them with a background so that they know how they would kind of behave in the situations they'll be put in in the short film. Uh, so that's just kind of one of the creative ways I've decided to, you know, help build uh, character development. And, you know, the nice thing about this short film, or sorry, the feature-length film compared to the short film is what I wanted to say. The nice thing about this is we'll actually have time to watch these characters grow and develop, um, watch them uh, struggle with, you know, depression or addiction to drugs or whatever, whatever they might be dealing with and help them help each other uh, overcome these different obstacles and grow stronger uh, individually, but also learn that, uh, you know, what it means to be a good person and look out for the guy next to you. So did you have conversations with the cast from the short and have deep conversations about where they wanted to go and where you wanted to go with the characters? Was there back and forth there? Yeah, we did have a little bit of back and forth. Uh, it's kind of, you know, we're, like Ryan said earlier, we're still kind of finalizing the script. I mean, it's all there how we want it. We're just kind of, you know, putting the finishing touches on. And, yeah, I've had some of the uh, actors. Uh, Morgan uh, was one of them who plays the character Maggie. And she actually sent me back some, you know, almost like little scenes between, you know, herself and dialogue. of like, hey, what do you think if Maggie, you know, says this and this might add a cool element uh, to her character and I'm like yeah that sounds good or we could flip it to this so, you know we her and I kind of had it back and forth a little bit developing her character which was a lot of fun I love when the actors get involved because um, you know sometimes other people they think of things that you don't think about yeah. um, so it's cool to get other perspectives and I'm really happy that you know some of the actors are open into providing what what they think and, their ideas. and the good news is we have a year too. So, yeah. you know, we've already had good dialogue with the actors, but we also have a year to do this. So we're definitely going to have um, them have time to really fully get into their characters before mm -hmm. we actually shoot this thing. So uh, between the two of you, have you guys been bouncing the script back and forth between, or is one of you guys taking the reins on writing the script, doing the revisions? Um, um, so I've been, oh, I've been, uh, writing i've been writing it and with the help of uh tristan who is you know the initial writer he and i have been kind of coming up with various ideas writing some scripts and then you know we send it over to ryan like hey ryan what do you think of this and he says hey you know i like this uh this might need to be tweaked a little bit so then we go back to the drawing board and it's just been kind of a back and forth between the three of us like that gotcha gotcha very cool ryan what's it been like to kind of see the script as a producer come back to you. It's nice being the dictator on this thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, it's nice. Just kidding. Uh, but you know, it is nice having the capabilities in the past. I've always been the one, even with the short, when Tristan and I wrote it, 
I was the one who would send it off to potential executive producers and them tell me how to change things. And I, I'm sure Taylor and Tristan can attest to this. It's always weird, not necessarily hearing feedback, but when some, someone gives you a new idea for the story, you hear that and you go, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But the only reason you're thinking that is because you're, you've written the script in your vision. Right. Hard to imagine that in someone else's eyes. So this time I get to be that set of eyes and take a look at it and say, okay, you know, first off, what Tristan and Taylor have come up with is just remarkable. Um, hats off to them. I'm, it, it, it's really admirable just what they've been able to take and do with the short film and transform it into this amazing story with the feature. Um, but it is also nice being able to talk to them and being like, okay, I see where you're going with, you know, this ending or this plot point. But maybe it's too repetitive in addition to this, or maybe it, you know, this could be explained better and you could combine these two elements of the story. So, but, you know, frankly, what they've been able to do um, and transform this story is it's been almost relieving for me that I haven't had to do as much as I feel some other producers would have to do in order to market their stories. To bounce off of what Ryan just said, he's he's been a great help. Uh, helping me and myself and Tristan fine tune the story. Uh, you know, it's nice to have Ryan purposefully challenge the ideas that, you know, I put in and, you know, I know he's doing it because he wants to see what my response is and see if I actually have a reason for a certain plot point to occur. Um, and I like that because, you know, sometimes for the most part, I think I've been able to back it up and be like, yeah, so this is happening because blah 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 um right and then other times i'm like well yeah ryan's right i need i need a stronger point of to why this occurs so then i need to go back and look or like okay so what would make sense here um so that's been really helpful to not just put things in the movie just to put them in there yeah uh, so from sure. that standpoint it's really great to have them there for uh, feedback other than that um i really enjoy writing um you know i like i said i kind of fell into the whole film production uh career um later in life than a lot of other people did but i have a passion for it i love telling stories um it's a lot of fun i love working with the team um and i'm i'm just really looking forward to this i think it's it's gonna be good it's gonna i i uh, i was reading the reading it through the treatment and i'm really excited with what we have down right now i think it's gonna blow people away I am too. And I was going to say, as Taylor um, put it, for that reason, that's why it's good to have me on. For that reason alone, everything else, I'm just doing an awful job. Right, Taylor? <laughs> no, Ryan's doing a great job for you. I told him, I texted him the other day, and I said that he's been killing it on the production side of things. So I was like, I'll try and step my game up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Taylor, I'm super excited for you. Um, I can't wait Thank to have you uh, I'd love to have you back on specifically. I'll have both you and Ryan back on uh, once the film's done or once you guys have wrapped production. But I do want to have you back on and talk about your directing experiences because I think a lot of people listening to the podcast would glean a lot of uh, good good uh, lessons from it. Yeah, sure. definitely. Definitely. I'd love to do that. Cool. Well, I know you got to go. Um, Ryan, uh, Taylor has a meeting that he needs to go to. So we're going to Taylor, we're going to let you go. All right. Continue with Ryan, but thanks for coming on, dude. And thanks for, hey. uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure everyone listening is looking forward to the film. 
Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for having me on here. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And, uh, good luck, man. The podcast is awesome. Can't wait to listen to it. Thanks very much. All right, Taylor, you have a good rest of the day. You too. Bye. Bye. So Ryan, as producer, um, we're going to, of course, put all the links and stuff in the show notes so people can click and follow you guys. But where can people get involved with the film? So there are two main ways. You know, all our social media is under at Mount Skylight Film. It's MT Skylight Film, not Mount spelled out. Um, and then and from there, you can find out where all our different fundraisers are. And we're really looking forward to people coming to those and not only for them to learn about our film, but for us to hear from them what they would like to see in a Virginia film. So they can follow us on social media just to keep up to date on everything. And to learn more about the film, they can go to mountskylightfilm.com. Same thing, mtskylightfilm.com. They can learn about our endeavors. They can learn more about our team. Very important, we have bios for everybody and pictures. And we also have our launch video on there. And also, if someone does want to donate, we have incentives on there, and we accept cash app paypal and venmo and in uh at the at the fundraisers we accept cash as well but we're really looking forward to making this a grassroots movement and getting the people of virginia involved and we think the fundraisers and following us online will be a good way for people to understand just what we're trying to accomplish here specifically this coming weekend is one of your fundraisers can you and i know you've said it before but can you say it again where where it'll be not a problem. So we will be, um, we actually have a tent at the Coastal Virginia Cider Festival in Hampton. So it's a, it's a massive cider festival put on by Sly Clyde Cider Works in Hampton. And they were, they were incredibly generous enough to let us set up a booth there. And we're going to be talking to people from uh, noon to 7 p.m. tomorrow. That's awesome. And then uh, you'll have, I saw you have a couple of December dates, correct? We have one December date. It's actually at, um, at Three Notch Valley in Harrisonburg. So that's our okay. Harrisonburg event. Cool. And then uh, if you go, I, I'm just knowing, just speaking off of seeing the Facebook page that um, I mean, you guys have a ton of events going into 2020 as well, correct? Oh boy, yeah. Um, the, the one that we have on Facebook right now is only one of our events for 2020, but we're about to post all the others. We're just getting the times locked down. Um, we have one in Martinsville at Mountain Valley Brewing. Um, so basically, we're just going all over the state to all 38 independent cities. So we're going to have 38 of these overall um, gotcha. next year. Um, a few others that we're going to have, um, we're going to have our event in Winchester, which is where we're planning on shooting the film, Winchester mm-hmm. and Carter Counties. Um, we're having our event there at Escuchion Brewing on March 13th. Now, the funny thing is about that event is it was just going to be one of our typical events. However, what just happened over the last couple of days is we had an article published about us in the Winchester Star which is really cool. Now, what ended up happening was for some reason, I mean, we've had articles posted about us quite a few times now, but for some reason that article just blew up and we were almost at 200 shares on the, on the Facebook post on Winchester star. So now we, I think we've gotten, once we launched the event, we've probably going to have the amount of people who are already planning on coming before we've even posted on Facebook is pretty shocking, but also really exciting. So people in Winchester are clearly very excited for us to get this event going, um, mainly because they can, you know, have an event in their town, have a film in their town, and I'm really excited to get not only to Winchester but to all these different towns and get people involved. 
It sounds awesome. I th and I think it's a, uh, a really, really kind of ingenious way to get um, the grassroots thing going. So I'm super excited for you. And I will be looking at, uh, if not the December date, the, the 2020 dates coming up, and I will be there. I will um, come to one, if not a couple of them. And uh, we will post all of those dates. Um, you know, and Ryan, actually, as I'm talking, it probably makes sense to bring you back on um, in the beginning of next year. Um, when you have more dates posted so that we can have another podcast about um, kind of an update podcast and you can tell people more and more about the upcoming events. Um, that would we be need great. The film, I, I think I, I'm excited and I really want to get this film made. Um, so I'm here, you know, to support you with the podcast as much as possible. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Guys, the all links for everything that Ryan and I talked about in terms of how to get involved with the film, how to follow the film. They'll all be in the show notes and uh, make sure that you visit the website. And um, Ryan, what's a good way for people to follow you specifically? Me specifically? Um, you can find me. My name is Ryan Cudahy, C-U-D-A-H-Y. Um, you can follow me at Film Guy Ryan on Instagram or just friend, shoot me a, a friend request on Facebook. If you're interested in helping out with the film, um, you know, we're looking for diff a few more different roles, specifically a production designer. But, you know, we had a woman from Frederick County hit us up uh, the other day and say, hey, I have a 80 acre farm. If you want to use it as a location with all with a bunch of woods and stuff, I can pretty much guarantee you we'll be looking into that one. So if you guys want to be involved in the film in any way, feel free to contact me or contact the Facebook page. We're definitely looking to collaborate with this thing. Awesome, Ryan. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, dude. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having us on. I really appreciate that. Guys, I hope you have a great week. Hey, guys, just want to remind you that not only can you find the Full Frame Podcast on HMD's website, www.hmdfilms.com, but you can find us on Facebook, and most importantly, you can find us on iTunes, where we would really like if you could leave a review and subscribe. Thanks. Have a great week.